So, dear friends, welcome back. We continue with our day. Developing continuity of practice. Really trusting the unfolding. Just checking in with yourself. Seeing how is this body. How is this heart right now, this mind? And just know it, nothing to do about it. And so we'll continue with stillness, sitting meditation. And I will lightly guide you in the third Brahma Vihara, which is joy, sympathetic joy. And so taking again, listening to the body and seeing what posture does the body is manifesting now. <clears throat> what is supportive to be relaxed and alert and relaxed, meaning that you can put some, some things on a side and you don't have to be concerned about going from one place to another to do something. Just leaving the shoes outside the meditation hall and your backpack, putting it down so it doesn't weigh too, it's not too heavy on your back. As we have meditated, establishing mindfulness of the body, of breathing, in these past hours, I will be in silence a little longer here. Trusting that you can guide yourself in being here, present, and just receive sensations, stepping in, stepping back coming back home. And at some point you will hear some guided instructions on mudita. So please, practice like this.
being aware of the body, recognizing that there is a body. Having an attitude, maybe bringing an attitude of curiosity to engage in this practice of vicarious or sympathetic joy. Mm, The joy that arises when you hear about the good fortune of others. Or when you recognize the beautiful qualities of yourself. You're included in this, recognizing the joy that arises like, all right, this is, this is nice. And they see these qualities in me and this is, this is cool. Okay, and then there's a smile. <clears throat> so we'll practice with joy. And there are moments, like with the other Brahma Viharas, if something comes up, oh, I cannot definitely practice this. Or, you know, I'm not going there. Stay with your mindfulness practice. Stay, stay with mindfulness. Something needs to be attended. Something needs to be resolved. Resolved meaning not being solved, but coming to a place of honoring whatever it is for you right here. And there may be other qualities that could be proximate cause, causes of joy, like gratitude. You can start with gratitude if joy doesn't arise as we go through this practice. Gratitude of some level of contentment about something in your life is okay. So, with sympathetic joy, bringing someone you care about and someone that maybe You would be happy when they're happy. And these also can include pets. When your dog is playing with their favorite toy, or they're being fed, you see them happy. Or when a friend called you and they said, oh, I'm going to make this trip. I talked to you years about this happening. Oh, yeah, go girl or go for it or yes. Just come to mind, you know, bring to mind this being 
whoever you choose could be a benefactor, a friend, For this category, yes, of benefactor and friend. Mm, there is a genuine joy that arises. Oh, good. I'm happy for you. And having a felt sense of this experience, what it, what it feels like in the body. And then bring in some phrases that may support you in cultivating, having this sympathetic joy grow. Mm, repeating maybe the phrases of, may your happiness continue. I see your happiness. I'm happy for your happiness. May it continue. in any phrases you want to draft and for these dear being I'm happy I'm happy for you may you see this happiness and may you feel it and flavor it savor it linger in it Sympathetic joy balances compassion, balances metta. All these Brahma Viharas balances each other, supports each other. Coming back to the phrases, again, it's like coming back home. It develops continuity, unification of mind, collectedness of mind. May your happiness continue and be here with you, wherever you go. Now, 
can set aside these dear beings and maybe bring a neutral person, maybe someone you see in your daily life, that you're not, you don't have a preference or not, you know, leaning preference or stepping back aversion, but that you feel neutral and if you see them around with a smile, It's like, may your happiness continue. Yes, whatever you're doing, may it continue, may it be so. Maybe even seeing some neutral people, I don't know, at this point of the day, maybe any of us are neutral for any of us. (laughs) These categories are arbitrary in some ways. But if anyone here is a neutral person to you, and you know, we're all happy to be here, may it continue, may your good fortune continue with this practice. Being aware of the body, seeing if there's any place where you have a felt sense of this mudita. Is the chest area maybe more spacious or open? The mind a little bit clearer or spacious? A sense of excitement or just cool contentment. May you, may you enjoy your happiness. May it continue and never departs you. So now, letting this being set aside next to you or around you in concentric circles with other categories, all beings we're bringing here. And maybe you can bring someone that that is dear to you, that is that sometimes it's challenging for you. But still, if something happens, you're happy that they're happy for whatever reason. This is not to say, as one phrase, please, can you be happy? That's not mudita. <laughs> It's really wanting us to, can you stop being annoying so I can be happy? No. 
but you know you're accepting this person maybe a friend that drives you crazy sometimes and still when they're happy you're happy for them so bringing them may you recognize the happiness in your life whatever it is and may it continue may your good fortune continues with this person notice very it's really checking in with the body if there are any other emotions or sensations that come in you can go back to mindfulness practice to explore it it's okay The Buddha said, there is stress in life, but he didn't say that's the only thing that is in life. There's also mudita. And then letting this person stand, sit, be next to you or in a concentric circle with other beings of that category here in our group here. And then bringing to mind and heart all beings no matter what conditions we have in our lives, there may be one moment of good fortune and joy in the midst of all, a smile. Receiving love from others, knowing that other people care about us, it is incredible. It is radical to recognize these moments. No, I'm not going to let them go because there's something big happening. There's space for more in this life. Seeing the big picture. I am happy for any fortune in your life, any good fortune. May your happiness, good fortune, continues and never departs you. And that includes ourselves, dear friends. May we all rejoice in this good fortune in seeing a new day in having friendship being able to do some things that bring us joy may we rejoice in those moments 
May we rejoice in gratitude. May it be so. These all beings include all of us, our Sangha here. And with these, may you recognize the joys in your life. Anything. Anything counts. And then having all beings around you, all these concentric circles, bearing witness and with you with you dear friend connecting checking in with the inner sangha within you all the qualities within you that support you in this practice that support you in your life generosity determination Patience, compassion, a sense of balance, sometimes all the paramis, your receptivity, aspiration to cultivate your mind, heart here. This is, this is good. This has value. May this continue. Humbleness, when we don't know, we just don't know how how we get through the day or when we're really excited that we accomplish something, we have a skill. When we recognize our human condition, we say, may this continue. I'm grateful. Some gratitude for whatever is here for you. And if you don't find something, you can borrow. You can borrow something from me, whatever you want to cultivate. Or from someone that, that models you, models it for you. Someone dear to you. May these inner qualities of the heart continue.
And may my aspiration to cultivate this dear mind and heart arises frequently in me. Thank you, everyone. Oh, I didn't turn that. Oh, yes, I did. Okay, never mind. So maybe stretching, standing if you need to. So, you know, these Brahmaviharas, sometimes with our practice, what we can do is like the first, you know, I call some of these things preliminaries, like when we go deeper into, okay, I'm going to practice now, I'm going to sit now. And so we come and establish posture and maybe bring in an attitude that supports you. And you may test, you may see how's the heart doing today. Is there any of these Brahmaviharas that may be supportive? And you can bring that Brahmavihara and just practice with that for the first five, ten minutes. And then shifting in your mindfulness practice. But still, if you see in your practice with that quality, just by your aspiration, in being kind, being receptive. Being gentle with yourself. <clears throat> and with mudita, sometimes, you know, there are other things that happen that uh, comparing mind or jealousy or, you know, all these different other emotions and give them space and respect in your mindfulness practice, and then bring gratitude. Little by little, we may cultivate, we may be able to cultivate mudita. So, let me see. There's something I want to... Oh, okay. Um, 
There is something I want to say before we move into movement. And is this practice of mindfulness and how mindfulness and concentration can be together in your practice in some ways. So, you know, sometimes they're all, there are different ways in which people refer to concentration. There's a, you know, practice of one-pointed concentration where, for example, the phrases. You can go back to the phrases over and over again, over and over again. And if something big happens that needs your mindfulness, go to the mindfulness. But if not, you just go back to the phrases, go back to the phrases. Is one is one way of cultivating unification of mind and collectiveness, gathering the mind, is a way to really incline the mind to wholesome thoughts. It's not to deny anything, but when there are some thoughts that are really hard, like they're there. I'll say, okay, well, be there. I'm going to continue with my practice. But don't force it. If something else happens, then you can do other things with this rumination or other thoughts. You will say, well, you're here, okay. Have a cup of tea and I'm just going to go ahead and do other things. And be mindful of your what you're doing. But you can be aware of what is there and then saying it's not useful. That's discernment, that's wisdom, that's panya. And the concentration gets cultivated through coming back and repeating the phrases and staying with the phrases without denying. You know, you're choosing to stay with the phrases at that point. Now, there are many other Moments in daily life, you know, sometimes I hear practitioners saying, I cannot practice, I'm very busy. Well, every time you are aware and you're coming back, that supports momentary calm, momentary concentration, samadhi, whatever you want to call it. I'm careful with using those words because it can become a a little source of stress. Concentration is something that arises in the practice too. It's a fruit of the practice. It's really a fruit of the practice. So we can set the conditions like leaving your shoes at the door Like being aware when you're opening doors. You're aware when you're washing the dishes. You're aware coming back that continuity, there's something happening there more than what you think. So I'm saying this now because we're starting to transition into the last hour of us being together and it doesn't stop here. Your life is your practice. And there are going to be moments in which 
you say, okay, I'm going to practice here for a couple of hours or go on retreat. And there are other times that is daily life. And in the Satipatthana Sutta, the instructions that the Buddha gave, they're very specific instructions about being aware of your daily activities. If you are aware in your day, when you're standing, that you're standing, when you're sitting, that you're sitting, when you're lying down, that you're lying down, and when you're walking, that you're walking, woof. Try it and come back for the next day long. I want to hear how's it going for you. It's a big change. Trust your practice. It doesn't have to be one way, just according to the conditions in your life. Craft it to develop that continuity. That's a key, key thing in our practice. And then let the practice unfold. So, um, so now we're going to go into movement, walking meditation, and seeing how's your energy level now. Depending how it is, you can choose to walk fast. Or looking around, being aware that you're walking. Or you can walk slow, being aware of sensations or lifting, placing, lifting, placing. And see how it is for you. And so we'll be back. You can you can do these inside or outdoors. We'll be back. A few minutes before three thirty. Okay. Thank you. Keep it going. I'm watching. <laughs>